Hey, it's Emily with the Limitless Female Podcast. You are listening to episode 67, Getting Unstuck. Woman, welcome. If you're a mama who is feeling all the feels of motherhood, the ups and downs of hormones, and maybe even depression, then you are in the right place. Limitless Female is your confident inner voice, helping you master your mood and create the epic life that calls you. My goal is to show you just how enough you are so you can show up limitless in your own life. Let's get started. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. So excited to be here with you guys today. I want to know, what are you guys doing for your summer? What is it like for you? I hope you guys are having fun. I hope you are just really trying to see your circumstances as neutral. I have been noticing that my summer is so fun when I don't have so many thoughts about it being this big three months. I think I used to have this big hype coming up to summer, like, what am I going to do with them all day? Right. And then when fall would come around, I started to notice that I was like, oh no, like, what am I going to do all day? And by myself and like, how am I going to handle the crazy regimen, the schedule? Isn't that interesting? Like I eventually, I think I really caught on to myself and I was like, wait a second, you're stressed when you have a schedule for fall and then you're stressed when there's no schedule for summer and the kids are home. And I'm like, hmm, maybe this coaching stuff is real that I teach my clients. Maybe it's true <laughs> that that circumstances don't create our feelings that They aren't positive or negative. It's not that summer is hard or long. It's not that the school year is busy. All those things are neutral. The school year is neutral. A schedule is neutral. And a routine is neutral. And when we can really see our summers that way, you guys will have so much more fun. Okay, guess what saying I used to hate? I mean, hate, hate. This one. It is what it is. That used to drive me crazy because people would say it and I'd be like, what does that even mean? Like you just ended the conversation and you told me it is what it is. (laughs) But uh, surprisingly enough, it has become one of my favorite quotes because it makes me think about the model. It makes me think about things outside of me just being what they are. Like a schedule is just a schedule. It's not busy. It's not long. It's not hard. It's not overwhelming. It's not too much. It's not too little. It's a schedule. So when I think it is what it is, I remember that my thoughts are creating my reality, which I think when we talk about reality, we're actually talking about our emotions, right? People will be like, but this is my reality, right? That it's hard. This is my reality. But we're talking about our emotions that we create with our thoughts. So it's really powerful this time of year to remember it is what it is. (laughs) But today um, I want to talk with you guys about shame and getting unstuck because I have had three clients in a row talk with me about shame and every single one of them asked me, do you coach a lot of women on this? And I thought, you guys should probably know that the answer is yes, and that you're not alone. (laughs) You guys, shame is everywhere, okay? Shame is all over the place. Do you know how I know this? 
because we hear the word should everywhere. We hear the word should from people who are well-meaning and love us like parents and neighbors. We say the word should to ourselves probably a thousand times a day, right? Oh, I should have done this. I should do this. Like I should have thrown the laundry in earlier or, you know, like me purchasing all of our plumbing and all of our fixtures and every lighting fixture for our future house accidentally on the debit card instead of the credit card, right? <laughs> so I was so proud of myself. And then I woke up and my my husband came in. I thought he was going to be like, whoa, babe, look what you did. And he was so nice. But he said, babe, you purchased everything on the checking card, <laughs> which is why you shouldn't do important tasks late into the night. But I was kind of on a roll. So should is part of our daily language. But should almost always leads to the feeling of shame for, I can't think of a situation where should wouldn't. Like if you think about thinking about your past and when you think should, I should have done this, most of the time we don't think, oh, I should have done this. We think I should have been better, right? It's not, oh, I should have used the credit card. It's I should have known better. Like, what was I thinking? And you can tell because the first thing I said to my husband was like, oh, I thought you'd be so proud of me. I worked so hard. I did so good. But I just totally messed it up. So I wasn't thinking, oh, whoops, it is what it is, right? I was thinking, I am wrong. Like, I'm not amazing as I thought I was. I can't let my husband think I'm amazing as I want him to think because like I might not be as amazing, right? We know we're experiencing shame because it makes us want to hide, okay? Shame says you are not good. Not that thing wasn't good, right? But you are not good. So if you're not good, you're not going to go ask for help, okay? You're not going to go want to hire a coach if you're experiencing a lot of shame. So this is one of the reasons why the people who really need me aren't reaching out to me because they feel some shame. They feel like, why would they be able to get use out of coaching? There's something wrong with them, right? Why should they spend energy and time on improving themselves when they are unimprovable, right? And one of the other things I notice about shame is that it's the opposite of confidence, So although I'm a very confident person, I would definitely say I'm confident. I still experience shame because I have thoughts that create the feeling of shame for me. Not often, but in some areas of my life, sure, right? So especially areas where I think I should be good, right? You hear the should? So if I am struggling with the same thing I'm coaching my clients on, okay, I tend to create shame by believing that I'm not who I thought I was. Like maybe I'm not good enough, right? If I struggle with the same things. Now I feel shame. So I am a confident person, but shame still comes up for me. So if you are experiencing a lot of should thoughts, even if you think you're really confident, if you're struggling in an area of your life, you might not be confident in that area, or there might be room for you to improve and grow your confidence beyond what you think. Because I am confident in public speaking. I'm confident on my podcast. I'm very comfortable in big groups. I'm confident with other people's thoughts about me usually, but I'm not always confident in every area of my life, right? So there's room to deepen your confidence 
if you experience a lot of should thoughts, okay? Another thing about shame is that it works opposite of what you think it would do. So we believe that shame is productive. I mean, we wouldn't say that shame is productive, but wouldn't you agree that I should do this sounds like a good thought, right? I should clean the house. Doesn't that sound lovely? Doesn't that sound productive? I should clean the house. But when we take it to, I should be different than I am. I should be cleaner than I am. I should want to clean what's wrong with me. There we go. Here comes shame. Now, I want you to ask yourself, when I think I should clean the house, how much do I want to clean the house? Like none, (laughs) right? When you think you should do something like make dinner, how much do you want to make dinner? When you think you should leave now to pick your kids up from school, how much do you want to go pick your kids up from school? Okay. Now, I want you to think about how you talk about tasks that you're excited about. Okay. Like when I was going to coach training, I wasn't like, okay, I guess I should get ready for coach training now. I guess I should watch the webinar now. I guess I should, you know, get on the call and sign up for coach training, or I guess I should book my flight. No, no, no. It was like, oh my gosh, I get to book my flight. Right. It was like, I get to pack my bags now. Like we're almost there. And I get there and I'm like, I get to meet my roommate. Oh my gosh, I get to get my bag that says Life Coach School. Oh my gosh, they're giving me a lanyard. Oh my gosh, on the lanyard, it says my team leader is Jody. And I'm like, but there's no way it's Jody Moore, the woman that like I love that brought me into coaching. And then I was like, oh my goodness, it's Jody Moore. <laughs> so there's no shoulds in there. It's not like I should go say hi to her. It was like, do you think I can go say hi to her? Will I be like a fangirl? Like, will I be, can I be cool? Can I be chill? You know what I mean? And that's the way we talk about things that create excitement that we do. Okay. So for most of us, when we feel stuck, it's because we're trying to operate from shame and we don't even know we're creating it. We're like, I should change. Like I should really be better at this. I should put in my resume. I should start that business. Oh man, like why don't I finally vacuum the carpets? Like I really should call the doctors and make those appointments. And I'm not saying you need to be excited about all those things. But when we say I should, we're trying to take action from shame. So sometimes we do. Sometimes we're like able to push through and do it. We're like, I should clean the house. We clean the house, right? And then we're like, and the next day, I should clean the house. And we clean the house. And we're like, ooh, I'm kind of on a roll. I'm like cleaning the house, right? And we keep cleaning the house until we don't. And it gets all messy. And we think, what is wrong with me? I should keep my house clean. And then we've created more shame. And then we're like, ah, I just can't get unstuck. So I think the first problem with being stuck is that we make things mean we are stuck. Just because you don't have a steady upward trajectory of improving yourself does not mean you are stuck, right? That is an optional story you can tell yourself that you are stuck. I know that life is not a a line pointing up, right? Right between the X and Y axis, that is not life. 
That's how we picture it though. We think I should be improving line upon line, precept upon precept, right? Heavenly Father says, learn line upon line, precept upon precept. But that doesn't mean we improve steadily without any dips because it aren't dips and mistakes and sins the way we improve. So don't we need to have this kind of roller coaster effect that steadily increases? That is how we improve. So that's the first thing. You get to choose when you make something mean you are stuck. So take a step back. Look at the thing that you feel like you keep slipping up on. You can't keep clean. You can't stay on top of the laundry. Maybe you feel like you organize your house and it becomes unorganized. And you just feel like, ah, I should be able to do this, right? Or I want to stop yelling at my kids. I should be able to stop yelling at my kids. When you feel shame about it, you're not going to stop yelling at your kids, right? And you're going to yell at them more because shame is so uncomfortable. So when we're talking about yelling at our kids, when we feel shame, it's this very strong, full emotion, like vibration in our body. And most of us release is yelling, right? Same thing with anger. It's a strong emotional thing and we yell, Or with shame, we hide away instead of fixing relationships, right? Or with shame, we just, we hide our money spending instead of budgeting. We're like, I should budget. I should spend less. And then we just spend more because we're buffering from that awful shame feeling. And we are hiding the money we spend. So, Do you guys see, can you see that questioning this should idea that maybe should is not useful and maybe that's the reason you're stuck? Now, one of my clients asked me, she's like, okay, well, I could change my thought, right? But I still want to change the C, the circumstance. So let's talk about yelling at your kids, right? She's like, I could just decide that yelling at my kids is fine and then I get to feel better. Except I do want to change my circumstance of yelling at my kids. So when do I change the circumstance and when do I change my thought? And friend, remember that if your thought changes your feeling, your feelings will drive your next actions. So if you feel better, you will stop yelling at your kids. So the first step is to embrace and understand and compassionately take ownership for what is going on, right? Of course I'm yelling. It's been a long day. And also, I am the creator of this frustration. I am the creator of this shame, right? And then when we have that compassionate ownership, we feel peace, okay? That's the feeling. That peace is going to fuel our action of, do you think we yell at our kids from peace? No, right? And so our new result becomes peace instead of yelling. So we have changed our circumstance by focusing on the thought and the feeling. So you don't really have to decide, should I change my circumstance or should I change my thought? It's always the thought. And here's the other thing. Let's talk about getting your house clean. Let's say you feel like you can never stay on top of a clean house. Okay. And you just keep trying and then you get into a rut where it just gets so messy and then you try again and then you just get into a rut and it's so messy. 
Is changing the C actually working for us? No, we've tried that, right? We've tried just going in there and changing our habit. We've tried to, you know, make a plan and clean our house Monday through Friday. And we've tried to stay on top of things. And we've tried to have an accountability partner to work out. And, right, we've tried all the action line things in order to change our habit. Except for we keep slipping up because the C was never the problem. Okay? The C was never the problem. Your dirty house was never the problem. It was never the thing creating your negative emotion anyway. Why do we even want a clean house? We want a clean house because of how we think it will make us feel. Right? And when we clean our house and we feel happy, it's only because of the thoughts we allow ourselves to think about us right? It's not because the laundry changed, right? It, it, I always think of kind of like ice to water, right? Dirty clothes to clean clothes, clean clothes to folded clothes. It's kind of like water, ice, gas, right? Still water. It's still the same chemical makeup. It just changes. And so clothes in those different ways does not change your emotions, but you allow yourself to think thoughts about you that make you feel happy. And so then we've tricked ourselves into believing that if I can keep my house clean, I can be happy. Okay. So the way to get unstuck is to love your life or love you. And then your circumstance will just change. Instead of trying to change your circumstance so that you can love you and feel better. That never was the thing creating the love. That never was a thing creating peace in your home, a clean home, right? The state of your home was never the reason you felt calm. It was because the thought you allowed yourself to think about you. And so that's what I want you guys to consider this week is what are you trying to change in your life? What emotion is fueling you, right? Is it shame? Is it frustration? Is it anger? Is it self-pity? Is it, is it a negative emotion? Okay. And then I want you to ask yourself, just by changing the action, but still using that negative emotion, how effective have you been? Have you been able to keep doing it? Have you been able to show up? Now, I'm never going to get rid of all the bumps for you, Right. We're never going to create a linear line, linear line, (laughs) a slanted line that goes straight up, right? So that you improve and you just keep improving, you just keep improving. That's never going to happen, okay? Because that's not even the goal of being here. But you will learn to be happy along the way, which oftentimes naturally just changes your circumstance. You can change habits. You can you know, get really good at reading a book, but I guarantee you, you won't always read a book before you go to bed. You can get really consistent about working out, but I guarantee you, you won't always be consistent. So that final piece is to choose what you make it mean when you don't follow through on a habit. Do you make it mean you're stuck? Which has no upside at all, right? What is the upside of believing you are stuck, right? 
I even think that clients who feel like they're so stuck, they don't come to me from that emotion. They find respite from that emotion and they end up having a quick different thought like, I know this can work. I'm worth it. I'm going to do it. And then they call me and we start working together, right? So believing that you are stuck has no upside. So you get to choose what you make it mean when you miss a day at the gym or when you yell at your kids. And that's how you're going to become unstuck. That's how you're going to feel like you are in motion, like you are working toward a goal because you know that the squiggly line, the roller coaster of experiences up and down is the way to have a rich life experience, to grow, to connect with others, to need a savior, to learn. That is the way. So maybe, maybe you guys, you aren't stuck at all. All right, I hope you guys have an amazing week. I cannot wait to talk to you guys. I have some amazing recordings um, for the podcast coming up and some really fun things I'm working on for you for the fall. But also I want to share with you, did you guys know that you can come do like four full sessions totally risk-free? In fact, you can do them for free even. So my coaching package is six months long. For some of you, you you have too much shame to commit six months to yourself. You're like, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know if I'm, if I'm at the spot where I can improve or where I can show up for a coaching call. I know you feel that way. Could you commit to four weeks? If you sign up this month, sorry, what month are we in? If you sign up in June or July, What I'm doing is I'm giving you four sessions for $400. If at the end of those sessions, you want to do the full program because you're like, holy cow, this is amazing, which I know will happen for you. I am going to zero that out and you're going to start fresh with six months. Like meaning that money is going to go towards your coaching program. You basically get four weeks for free. If you're like, I got what I needed. This is awesome. I'm all done. Then you're perfect. You got four weeks without committing to six months of coaching. You got what you needed, which I never sell like a la carte coaching. One pack, one session here, one session there. So if you guys have been thinking, I'm not sure if this will work for me. I don't know if I'm at a state of mind where this will be good. I'm not sure if it's worth the money. I don't know if what my, if my husband will think it's worth it. If you have any thoughts that are creating a little bit of shame or worry and you're not sure, Bet on yourself, right? Come spend $400 with the possibility of getting four weeks free if you decide it is exactly what you wanted. So instead of six months of coaching, you basically get seven months of coaching for the price of six, which is so epic. And I have to warn you, I won't be one-on-one coaching for very much longer. I'm not sure if I will be one-on-one coaching into 2022. And I'm starting to book up for this year. So if you want to get on my coaching roster and you want to come see results, you want to feel less overwhelmed, you want to feel excited to clean your house, you want to love on your kids and love your summer. If you need help managing overwhelm and stress and choosing your life experience on purpose, if you feel like, oh, my days are just floating by and I want to be intentional, come give yourself the gift of one month of coaching. You totally deserve it and I want to meet you. All right, you guys have an amazing day.
day. Bye-bye. If you have questions about anything you've learned here on the podcast or want help with something going on in your own life, hop on a free coaching call with me. In just 30 minutes, you'll have real tools for your unique situation. Go to LimitlessFemaleCoaching.com forward slash work with me, or you can find a link in the show notes below. Spots are limited, so grab one before you miss it.